Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to That's Lame. I'm your host, Mara, and today it's a very special day because we have a very special person with us. Stop it, Mara. We have Riley Matson. Stop it! Tell the viewers or the listeners who you are. Hey, everybody. Um, yeah, my name is Riley Matson. Um, some fun facts about me. Should we play Two Truths and a Lie? I think so. Um, first truth, I've lived in a convent. <laughs> Second truth, or oh, wait, I'm telling them the truth. As I was doing two truths and a lie, I was telling them which ones are the truth. Okay. I went on a mission trip to Brazil. What was the third one? You remember when we planned this out? Sky. I went yeah, skydiving. Sky which one's a lie? You'll never know. Anyways, that's some fun facts about me. The lie is the Brazil one. Yeah, that's it. So we didn't really play because you told them. <laughs> I told them which ones are the truth. My bad. But, okay, guys. So I met Riley like two months ago. We're Feels like I've known you for years, though. Yeah. Obsessed. We're, we're on a mission trip right now in Brazil. <laughs> Just kidding. We're in Rome. So today's episode is called Insecurity is Lame. I asked Riley to come on and I'm basically just going to interview her about confidence because if you know Riley, she's very confident or seems very confident and Mm -hmm. it's one of the things that I really admire about her and so I just want to ask her about it and hopefully it will be helpful to you guys. So Riley, what is true confidence to you? Great question. Glad you asked. True confidence. Yeah, I think insecurity is something, insecurities are something that everyone struggles with, especially in high school is mainly when I think it's mostly talked about. I know for me especially is that, is that, that was a time in my life where I really struggled with insecurities. And once I devoted my life to the Lord, it almost was like a 180 switch almost. I don't really know how to explain it, but the Lord just like, I, I honestly think it's a gift from the Lord of like giving me this confidence and surrendering my insecurities and the lies from the enemy and choosing to believe what he has to say about me instead of what the enemy has to say about me. And so true confidence, honestly, the only way you can find it is when you surrender all your insecurities or the lies that you believed and you give it to the Lord and you ask him to change and flip your mindset. Lord, like help me see myself through your eyes because I think so often like for instance I'm like Mara you're beautiful and I like genuinely believe that but if you were to tell me the same thing it's like oh I don't believe that like why is that why do we see other people through the Lord's eyes but we don't see ourselves through the Lord's eyes and so yeah I think true confidence is honestly seeing yourself as a child of God seeing yourself as beautifully and wonderfully made like the scripture says and also being confident in that. I mean, everyone is made so uniquely and has different gifts and talents. And it's such a disservice to the kingdom when we try to be like someone else. Like if I'm trying to be like Mara, like I simply just, I can't, I can't, you know what I mean? Because I'm not Mara. But when I'm myself, when I'm loud and I'm bold and just using the gifts and utilizing what the Lord has given me, oh my gosh, like that's true confidence because it's confidence in the Lord, not myself or other people or my own abilities or this world. I like how you said, like, changing your mindset to be focused on what the Lord says about you. How would you say you do that? Like, how do you flip your mindset? Like, how do you renew your mind to think in that way? I honestly, it takes time. I think the problem with our generation is we want an instant fix for things. I mean, if you look at, like, our phones, like, the patience that we have is super low, like, super thin. So, when we're saying, okay, Lord, I want to be confident in how you made me to be, 
I mean, it's taken me three years to get to that place. So first off, I think you need to have grace for yourself. You need to have patience and you need to recognize, honestly, this is going to take a lifetime to truly be confident. And, and we probably won't even get to that. I mean, the process of sanctification is a lifelong process. Mm-hmm. So first off, having grace for yourself. One scripture that I specifically have really referenced is Psalm 139. If you know me, I've referenced that so much. But I love how it talks about if I went to the depths of the ocean or like the uttermost parts of the sea and then it flips up, if I went like clear up to heaven, like it gives you two lengths, different lengths of the world. Wherever I am, Lord, you still know me and you still want me and you still find me. And then it talks about, oh, like how fearfully and wonderfully made. That's a passage that says that. But really dissecting that, like what does that mean that I'm wonderfully made? And asking the Lord, man, like I want to be confident in how you've made me, Father. And so, yeah, I think the biggest way to do that is meditating. Find a scripture. It doesn't have to be Psalm 139. But whenever I have a thought of insecurity, I just quote that scripture in my head. I think it's with anything we need to do of combating the enemy. Because if you look at the armor of God, right, um, like the word is, is a weapon. Like he tells us, like, this is your weapon against the enemy. We even see Jesus use that when he's tempted and in the wilderness, right? So why would we not follow the same thing, right? Of pick a certain scripture. I mean, look on the Bible app or look on the internet. uh, Verses about being confident in how the Lord has made me and just memorize it. And whenever you're like, oh, I'm ugly, I'm fat, I'm not, whatever it may be, it doesn't even have to be physical things or I'm not enough, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. Just remind yourself of that scripture. No, but, but the Lord says I am. The Lord says I'm beautiful. The Lord says I'm enough. The Lord has equipped me. I am this, I am this, I am this. And slowly but surely, it just becomes a mindset. Like for me, I, I rarely will give in to those thoughts because I've been practicing it for three years. Love that. Yeah, I think it's so important to combat your mind with scripture. And yeah, that's a really practical application. So have you ever felt insecure? <laughs> or are you just came out boom? No, I'm perfect. <laughs> I'm perfect. No, definitely. I mean, even yesterday, I was saying negative things about myself. So definitely happens, like I said. I think grace is the most important thing. I also think, too, making sure you're having people who are accountable. Um, like Mar was like, Riley, stop saying negative things about yourself. You know what I mean? So even vocalizing that, I was like, Mar, like, I need to stop saying that. So accountability is huge. But yes, absolutely, I have felt insecure. I would say I feel, I feel less insecure than I did a couple years ago, though. Like, I'm not saying I never get insecure, but it's a rare thought because I've just trained my brain to instantly think oh no but I am this I am this I am this so that is one thing that I really encourage is again it's going to take time but when you start flipping I mean a habit takes what 21 days to form is that what it is 21 days to me so when you get in a habit I actually have no idea (laughs) I just nodded my head I have no clue I, I think it's 21 days anyways when you start doing a habit again it just becomes like second nature so I definitely get insecure but it happens less and also like it's not a sin to have I think we get lost in that too it's not a sin to be tempted right or be tempted of like the the enemy's whispering these lies that's not a sin but it's a it quickly can go down a rabbit hole when we begin to believe it recognizing okay like this this thought isn't for me and so what is actually the truth so yeah definitely get insecure but I have definitely set up ways to combat when I do but yeah, accountability is huge in that, I think. When do you feel like the switch happened for you? Like, how did that happen of being 
insecure and having normal insecurities and then like okay like no I want to be confident in the Lord and how would you say that's affected your like the people around you like your social life yeah great question yeah I think honestly when everybody like if you give your life to the Lord your whole mentality about life switches so for me let's say I'm a junior in high school I'm not really following the Lord I have an idea of who he is but have I fully surrendered my life to him no And so I'm chasing after popularity, I'm chasing after boys, I'm chasing after money, worldly things, whatever that may be. But when I say, Lord, I want to give my life to you and I want to devote my life to you, oh my gosh, I don't care about any any of those things, right? Because I've like, Lord, I'm surrendering these at the foot of the cross. I mean, that's what we do when we give our life to the Lord. And so things that I once was worried about or I once was insecure about just don't matter. For instance, like looks, I think that's a huge thing. Not saying I don't struggle with insecurities when it comes to that. But at the end of the day, my looks really don't matter. You know what I mean? And I think that's a hard thing for us to grasp because we want guys' attention or girls' attention, whoever's listening. And, oh my gosh, like, I, I trust first first and foremost, like, confidently that when I'm following the Lord and trusting Him in that department, like, I really don't have to worry about chasing after a guy or needing to throw myself at them. But there's so much more to life than looking good or, like, having certain clothes so just fade so when we when we say lord i i want to give my life to you confidently it just changes everything of okay i am waking up and breathing today to serve you only not to self-satisfy or not to gratify my own fleshly desires uh, and in social life it plays into i'm so much more confident in approaching people i'm so much more confident in affirming people because i myself like, I'm confident in myself. Like, that verse, I mean, everyone references, but, like, love others as yourself. I mean, it's truly said a lot because I can't love you well. And someone once said this to me. I was having a mental breakdown about me being insecure, shocker. And she was like, Riley, you can love people so much better when you believe it yourself. Like, I'm like, Mar, like, you're beautiful, but I don't believe it myself. Versus if I say, Mar, you're beautiful and I believe it myself, it's so much more genuine, and I and I can talk about, oh, I, I really do love you, you know what I mean, or you are really beautiful, and so that definitely plays a role in your social life, how you approach certain situations, because you don't really care about the other things, you just care about bringing glory to the Lord, and so he just equips you with that confidence. I like how you said, like, it's more genuine when you're confident in yourself and you're able to affirm others. Why do you think that is? Yeah, I think in specific to girls, this can be really, I mean, fairly common. If I am envious or jealous of someone and I'm like, oh, you look so good, behind that compliment can often be jealousy Mm. or you're just saying it to say it versus if I'm already confident in myself, like, yeah, you look good, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, And this even plays into how the Lord's using someone because... I know in specific that's the part I really struggle with being jealous or comparing is how is the Lord using someone or the gifts and abilities the Lord has given them. And when I'm like, wow, that's so cool that the Lord's using in that you in that way because I'm confident in myself and how the Lord has made me, it's a genuine affirmation. It's not jealousy, like warp behind it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I just feel like there's so much genuinity when we are confident in ourselves. Mm-hmm. Is genuinity a word? I think so. <laughs> I said it. I was like, I sound kind of elite, but I'm not sure. I don't know. Don't don't fact check me. It sounded kind of smart, though. 
I love that rhyme. I said it. I was like, ooh, genuinity. <laughs> I literally don't think it's I don't know. <laughs> Sounds great, though. Should be. Same with the habit, 21 days. I could not tell you. I'm just speaking. I, yeah, I think it's... Like, I think it is 21 days. If it, it seems, is 21 days... You seem short. I'm I need to up. start implementing other good habits. 18 to 254 days. Okay, so... <laughs> well, 18. Okay, so maybe I was right. Maybe I... Oh, no, no. Is it true 21 days makes that? Okay, I think I'm correct. Okay, she's Call me a teacher. Call me a teacher. The 21 days. Let's go. Okay, so can you think of a time when your boldness slash confidence was a strength, and can you think of a time when it was a weakness? Absolutely, girl. Yeah, strength, I think my confidence definitely, because, again, when we give our strengths and talents to the Lord, in ministry, he can really use them. So I think... The time where it becomes most useful is in ministry aspects when I'm approaching gospel-centered conversations, when I'm hopefully encouraging people, when I'm hoping to represent the Lord. I think me having confidence in Him, in the abilities He's given me, and confidence, honestly, that He's got me. Like, I have no fear, really, when it comes to talking with strangers, um, as you've probably seen. (laughs) Wait, yeah, this morning? So, we have this... Well, Riley has this bit where she's taking a photo <laughs> with these two fish at this coffee shop that Dolphin we got to And today, it was in the corner that it's sometimes in, but there was, like, two old men, like, sitting right next to it. I literally would have never gone over there and taken a selfie, but Riley did, and the guy actually took it for her, and... And we took a selfie together, took too. It together. Such community. Love. So, just for an example. Yeah, so instances like that, again, I really don't care what people think, mm-hmm. but... I've seen that have so much fruition because I don't care that I, I make a lot of connections because of that that I never would have been able to if I was insecure or if I was afraid or whatever that may be. Uh, yeah, it definitely also has its drawbacks, downfalls. I think I definitely get overly confident and I've seen that form in a sense of pride. Uh, so when I get too confident in myself, I... I'm too confident in my own abilities that I forget to thank the Lord that he's given me this confidence or for my gifts and talents. And so when I'm not reminding myself daily, okay, this confidence truly is from the Lord and I am this way because of the Lord and I have these gifts and strengths because of the Lord. All I am is because of the Lord. And I don't remind myself that. I rely on myself. I rely on my own strength. And that just does never goes well. You know what I mean? And quickly... And gently, thank the Lord, he reminds me, remember, like he, he will strip them away or I don't feel like myself. And I'm like, oh, you know why? Because it's not myself. It's from the Lord. So mm-hmm. when I don't do that, that's definitely when it can be a weakness because I become too conceited. I become too prideful in my own abilities. And even comments I'll say or actions I'll have, I, I'm like, oh, nope, let's not do that. And so I don't want to appear that way or come off that way. So that's definitely been the biggest thing I've noticed. If I don't surrender it and give it to the Lord. Yeah, that's good. I think that's an important note of like confidence is great if it's humble. And I think Mm -hmm. something that you do well is like exhibit humble confidence. Because I think a lot of people think of confidence and being like all about you. But I think the way that you are confident is, like, you're so confident that you're able to, like, lift others up because it's almost, like, it's not even about you. Like, it's just, like, well, I just want to love other people because I'm confident in who the Lord's made me to be and how he's using me. And so I'm going to love everyone else really well. 
Thanks, Mom. Yeah. Do you ever, have you ever felt misunderstood in your confidence, like, it coming off as prideful or, like, somebody, I don't know, just thinking, like, oh, Riley's, like, just full of herself or something? Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And I think this is something, again, I can't cater to everybody and I can't possibly control what everyone thinks of me. But sometimes I'll say certain comments, and I myself know it's not a prideful comment, mm-hmm. but to people who don't know me or who aren't aware of my confidence, it, I, I tend to be like, oh, that wasn't meaning to be prideful. Like, I genuinely didn't mean it that way. So sometimes I'll catch myself, like, having to explain because I just want to make sure people don't think that I'm, I'm coming. And sometimes I do come across that way. Like, it is, I don't even notice. I'm like, oh, that was prideful. But typically it's not my motivation but if people don't know me well, they may assume that. I also think I've been misunderstood in the sense of I am confident, but even in times when I'm not confident, I put on a fake confidence almost. And so misunderstood in the sense that I never get insecure, which we mm-hmm. talked about. Uh, people forget that I do need to be affirmed. People forget that I do get insecure, that I am human. And I'm not always confident, even though it may appear that I am. Mm -hmm. And so I think I've definitely been misunderstood in that sense of, oh, Riley's good. She's she's confident in this. She's fine. And then I'm often overlooked. And that can, and you know, in a really negative way, uh, as I've seen with me having a mental breakdown or me feeling not filled up because people just naturally assume that. Deeper rooted issues here. (laughs) Oopsies. What is it? mean to you to be confident in the Lord like we've used this term but like what does that really mean yeah I this past year my sophomore year at college the Lord he just like spoke to me like I, I don't even know how to explain not like a verbally but I just wrote down this phrase in my notebook and and honestly it was like what I kept saying when I felt insecure is be who I made you to be and it's actually after a Maverick City song, which I know you love Maverick City. Mark. I'm just kidding. She hates it. Let the record show. I hate Maverick City. And it's not anything. I just don't like the music. It's so chaotic and it gives me a headache. Yeah. So <laughs> she likes simple stuff. But anyways, I like Maverick City and the song Move Your Heart. I don't know if you've heard of it. Have you? I don't know. No. Um, it basically, I don't know if they meant it by this, but this is how I interpreted the song. It's saying, like, Lord, I just want to move your heart. Meaning, like, I just want to make you proud. I just want to bring your name glory. And and it goes on to say, like, just just be yourself. Like, that's what I rejoice in. I just felt the Lord saying, Rye, when you're yourself, when you're who I've made you to be, that's what I delight in. That's what brings me the most glory. And so confidence in the Lord, man, I just remind myself, I don't want to be someone else. I don't want to try to be this But there's some reason, and everyone will say this, but we are all made unique. I mean, it's crazy, like the Lord's creativity in that. Like, none of us are the same, and there's a reason for that. I mean, like, if we, it literally says in his word, right, like, some of us are arms, some of us are legs. We can't all be arms, you know what I mean? Like, in order for the body to properly function, we need different, like, gifts, talents, and abilities. Like, I'm not good at graphic design, you know, like, I'm awful at artsy stuff, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to try to be that because that's not a gift the Lord has given me. You know what I mean? And so why would I waste my time in trying to be someone that I'm not when if I simply just surrendered all that I am and said, Lord, use use me, surprise me in like how you've used or how you've made me, like use that and give me confidence in that. 
Like, I think that's what confidence in the Lord looks like is, Lord, I just want to be who you made me to be. And and delight in that and not be envious of something that I'm not. Yeah. Yeah, I love that verse where it talks about the body have like, the church body having different parts. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think, also, I feel like in Christian culture, there's this tendency, especially with women, to put everyone in one box. Like, oh, Proverbs 31, mm-hmm. woman, like, only can look one way. When the reality is, like, the way that we reflect Christ is in like our unique abilities Mm -hmm. and it's just not going to translate the exact same with every person because I think like there's a reason that like our faces are all distinctly unique. Like our taste buds are distinctly unique. Like it's so evident to me that the Lord loves our uniqueness. Like he loves that we're all different. And I think that it's so important to then operate out of like a confidence of like, I'm uniquely made in Christ and I'm reflecting a characteristic of Christ that is unique to me and that's so special. And I think we just don't celebrate that as much Mm. of like, oh, like you fit into this perfect box that I'm really comfortable with and so I'm going to celebrate you. Mm. Um, But that person is not really like fitting into a box that I'm comfortable with. So then I'm going to be like, mm, I don't really know about you. Yeah. So I love that you said that. That's good. Man. I think that's really important. So true. Um, what advice would you give to individuals who are looking to grow in their confidence? Yeah. I mean, basic overall recap of what I've been saying. First off, you need to take it to the Lord as much as people need to hold you accountable, as much as like affirmation from friends helps, nothing compares to what the Lord can do. And so surrendering it to him, asking him, Lord, I want to be confident in how you've made me. His response isn't going to be no, it's going to be yes, my child, like I'd love to help you with that. So I think that's the first thing is surrendering it to the Lord. Second, like I said, find a passage or a verse that's going to help you that you can recite. And and thirdly, again, like have grace, like there's so the grace upon grace. We give so much grace to others, but not to ourselves. And so remembering like it is a process and it's not going to happen overnight. Um, fourthly, yeah, again, hold your, like have people hold you accountable of things that you're saying. And I think like negative comments, even negative comments about other people, but, but start off with if you're saying, oh, I don't look good today. Oh, I can't. Like all these things, have someone say, no, no, no. Actually, we're not going to say that. And honestly, replace the lie with the truth. That's something that I did is I wrote out when I first started, like, Lord, I want to be confident how you made me. I wrote out every negative thing that I was thinking about myself, crossed it out, wrote down a truth, and then slapped a verse that combated that lie. Mm. And, and so that's something like tangible you can do. But yeah, I mean... It takes time, but man, I've just grown so much in knowledge about the Lord and seeing his character and seeing how present he is in my life because I decided to give that to the Lord. Also, there's a lot of books out there that talk about this deal with that. That's a tangible way. A lot of podcasts out there. Like, that's lame. (laughs) Shameless plug. I actually have a devotional on this, seven-day devotional uh, about Psalm 139. Links in my bio. You do? I do, actually. Wait, I did yeah. not know that. Yeah. It's actually called Be Who I Made You To Be. So Wait, that's so cool. It's in my bio if you guys want to take a look. 
but but things like that like find tangible things that you can do and maybe even go through it with a friend like a close friend or a mentor or someone like that and having them hold you accountable hey I like to check up on my friends like hey how have you been with your confidence this week have you been struggling with it what have you been insecure about this week and just like unpacking and processing that Mm. with someone else I think is smart love that Definitely go click the link in her bio. That's awesome. Drink some water. Um, okay, last question. I'm just going to tell you we're parched. That was raspy, boys. Raspy Riley. I can just see your lips being really chapped. Um, okay, last question. This is just a fun one. Oh, gosh. So, okay, Riley has no shame, I feel like. I love it. (laughs) No, you just will do anything. So what's the craziest thing you've ever done because, like, you just don't care? What anyone thinks. Because I don't care or just in general craziest thing I've ever done. Mm, I don't know. Craziest thing you've ever done. Okay. This is my go-to answer. Okay. Well, I've already told you this far. But I, I definitely... Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I nobody's def- listening I, to our yeah, conversation. Just, <laughs> I'm trying to give you my phone. <laughs> I think bungee jumping. I have to say that. Okay. Third highest bungee jump in the world I have done. I also, this is in Africa, I also rafted or swam with crocodiles and hippos. Wow. So, in the fricka. So, I'd say that's the craziest thing. As for embarrassing things, I don't know. I've just gotten, maybe well, I'll say. I feel like you don't get embarrassed. I, I really, feel like you'd have a story that's like, wow, I could have never done that. I don't know. I, I honestly just think my loudness is a huge thing. Like, our room last year got 26 noise complaints. One time I was in GCBC, which if you don't know what that is, lopes up, you don't go to GCU, boohoo, transfer. Uh, Grand Canyon Beverage Company. And I was in there, and this girl was telling me about her nonprofit. It was super exciting. And I screamed, and I got a noise complaint in our coffee shop. So maybe things like that. I just don't care. And honestly, that could be a lack of social cues, which I've been told a lot. But I don't think it is because I'm aware that people may not like I just don't care so I, I don't know mm-hmm. my whole life is a story of embarrassment and I just live laugh love you know live it up you gotta do what you gotta do yeah okay <laughs> well <laughs> thanks for coming on Riley thanks for having me Mara this is just a pleasure. that's lame is so grateful You're for lame. your presence <laughs> and you are lame Oh, that's me. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> Peace out. Love's up. Okay, guys. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week or don't, but that's lame. Bye.